Welcome to On the House with TJ Anderson Holmes. I am Nashville realtor TJ Anderson, along with my fellow realtor Xavier Thompson. What's up, boss man? Well, I'm not sick. Are you sick? I'm not sick. Have you been checked? I have not been checked. I saw you coughing in the elevator earlier. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was born in the 90s. Well, I was born in the 70s, so I guess I am susceptible. <laughs> 20 to years this. more perceptive. <laughs> so I don't even know if we have anything to talk about today. Xavier, do we have anything to talk about today? The MLB is being postponed. Oh, wait, likely to be postponed. <laughs> TJ thinks he's so funny. I have to laugh because more concerning than Major League Baseball being canceled is the NHL has suspended the rest of the season for the foreseeable future, which means no more Preds for me, no more Preds for Nashville. So they better get this thing figured out and quick. I see this could be a positive for the Preds because they well, said they may shorten the season. Right. So it means they're going to shorten some of the games. Why don't we just take away some of the non-conference games, specifically Colorado, <laughs> and we you know keep the more people in our conference that were actually making more important games. See, I'll raise you. I think they should just cancel the rest of the regular season, which would mean that we would be in the playoffs as the number two wild card. So let's just start fresh with the playoffs when we come back. And we're in. I thought we were number one. No, we're number two behind Winnipeg. Oh, I must have misread that. So, well, you've, oh. been, you've, been, you've been focusing on baseball. <laughs> yes, because that's what I'm worried about. I'm big into fantasy baseball. And this is, I've been preparing for this since December. <laughs> fantasy baseball where is the dork button let's try (laughs) (laughs) this one ah no but that was a good joke anyway i'm actually really glad that we had the opportunity to do this podcast and and laugh this morning because the events of the last two weeks have just not been laughable no not at all it's been kind of just piling up on us to like one one thing after another it is one thing after the other enough (laughs) i know it's just like Come on now. Do we, does Nashville really need more of this? It, it, no, we, I, we don't. We don't. And we've been through this before, uh, and I'm sure that we will go through it again. But let's be real. The last two weeks have sucked. Uh, the last two weeks have sucked. The tornadoes last Tuesday were pretty rough and unexpected. Uh, but I guess what did come out of it was knowing that, you know, your friends and families love you because... I woke up with no less than 20 to 25 text messages, people knowing, asking if I was safe, and then me, you know, going right throughout the day, checking on my friends and family. How, how are your friends and family? Everybody around me is good. Uh, I had the same experience. I think everybody in Nashville had the same experience that morning. Uh, I woke up and I had missed calls at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, and uh, I could sleep through a freight train yeah. <laughs> or a tornado, and I'm glad I, I wasn't involved in that. But Did you hear the sirens over your house? We heard sirens early in the night, and when I lived in East Nashville for 10 years, five points, we would hear them as well. Uh, I wasn't there in 98 when mm. that one came through. You were still in college? I just graduated high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I bought my first house in 2004, mm. and it was on Eastland Avenue in East Nashville. And uh, my house, that I my first house I ever bought, had actually been hit by a tornado in 98, mm. and then renovated, uh, and I bought it. Oh, six, that's right. You did tell me that. Yeah, about six years later. But yeah, Tuesday morning was something else, man. Talked to everybody that I loved, checked in on everybody that I know, including our clients. I think that was one of our um, main focuses as well. You, me, and Laura yeah. reached out to all of our clients, especially those in East Nashville, Donaldson. Madison. Ma- Madison, Mount Juliet. Yeah. Uh, so we checked in on everybody, wanted to make sure they had everything that they needed, resources, and, and really just to make sure that they were okay. Yeah. But, you know, offer our help uh, with referrals, things like that. Right. I know a couple of a couple of my clients uh, were hit without power. Luckily, they weren't hurt, but it's just more of like they were affected because, you know, power lines, because there were, you know, hundreds of power lines down in East Nashville. And so 
some of them were without power for a couple of days. And so just trying to give them the support they needed. Yeah, I talked to a few clients yesterday. They just got their power back in East Nashville. But one of the good things, uh, and we had talked about this ever since last Tuesday, was the effect that it's had on the city and, and a positive and the one. the community. Yeah. Yeah. In a community. I mean, you weren't here in 2010. I was not here in 2010. You weren't here in 2010 for the flood. I was. <laughs> uh, that was that was something that was totally devastating to the city, but very different than a tornado in a mm-hmm. sense that that was more of a restoration of right. the city, uh, whereas this is a rebuild. I think the devastation is totally different, but the response from Nashvilleans is the same. You know, the Nashville strong theme. It's super powerful. I think everybody after the shock just got together and grabbed their tools and uh, went and helped each other. Uh, my friends and I grouped together on Sunday, actually, and we went out to North Nashville and we just actually just kind of walked around to see who we could help. And we were just walking around and there's actually a family that had to move out. And it was literally just a couple and then their young child who maybe couldn't been older than five. And they were literally moving all their stuff into a U-Haul by themselves. And so like probably six of us could just probably cut their work time probably four hours. And so it was just great just being able to get out there and actually just, you know, help people who made it actually be helped because, you know, they're not in the, I guess they're not by the big groups. Yeah, North Nashville was, if you, for those of you that haven't been out in the streets and and visited up in North Nashville, uh, it's something else. Um, East Nashville got it bad as well. Germantown. It's hard to talk about because yeah. so many places got affected and you don't want to leave one want, place out. You don't out. want to leave one place out. We love all the neighborhoods and it's it's very difficult to talk about because this is not something where you rank it. They got it worse and right. they got it worse. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're all... They, were, they all got it bad. We all have to help all of them. They're, yeah. all, they're all our family, our community. Yeah. So, so the Nashville Strong theme, we love and we're big supporters of it. I know Xavier was out there in the field helping with his friends. Uh, my family and I... Uh, we're big, strong supporters of Hands On Nashville. Uh, for those of you that don't know Hands On Nashville, uh, they do great work in the community. They have before the tornado, currently, and they will continue to do so long after. Uh, if you want to learn about volunteer opportunities with them, go to hon.org. So that's Hands On Nashville, hon.org. We drove down to, went to Walmart, bought a bunch of donations, went to the community outreach center, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, outreach center over on Omahundro. Line of cars was down the street. Yeah. And we didn't mind waiting. And then the volunteers that were there flanked both sides of the car. They were dead. They had it down to a system. They opened mm-hmm. up all the doors, took all the bags out, yeah. had it organized, and then we were flying through. So it really was a great thing to see. What I think was crazy was that how people who lived in Nashville before said this reaction by the community was almost exactly the same as it was in 2010. Or stronger. Yeah, right. So, but what was crazy is that I had no idea until I moved up here in 2014 that the flood had happened because there were other things going on in May 2010 in the U.S., that we were waiting for the BP oil spill to go into the Gulf. Right. And the Times Square bo- uh, bombing attempt had just happened literally like a day before. Mm-hmm. Nashville was overshadowed. And so it was really just Nashville taking care of themselves because everyone else's concern was elsewhere. Well, I think you nailed the nail on the head because I remember in 2010, you know, we're still in the middle of a recession too. We had the recession we were dealing with and then Nashville was underwater. There was a, a strong sense of community here that I don't know the rest of the country got to see. Mm-hmm. And I think that that moment in time is being mimicked now, because I remember back then in 2010, we were going to the rest of the country, hey, hey, what about us? What about us? We're down here. Oh, it's, this is still very similar because, you know, coronavirus and we're still, you know, healing from the tornadoes. Yeah, well, <laughs> the tornadoes is still fresh. Um, we haven't even scratched the surface of fixing that. But, you know, back in 2010 with the flood, everybody was going, hey, what about us? Why aren't you talking about us? Nobody was talking about mm-hmm. us on the news. Uh, I think eventually somebody from CNN came down here. I think it was Anderson Cooper, and he was talking. Right. In, yeah, he was talking off of uh, McGavick Pike, 
And we're like, oh, finally, we're getting some acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want the acknowledgement for woe is us. And we certainly don't want that now. But back then we were like, hey, we need some help. Right. So we eventually got it. But I think that that attitude of us taking care of each other and ourselves is now happening again. And I think it's a wonderful thing to see. Mm-hmm. You want to help us? Great. You don't want to help us? No problem. We got each other's back. Right. Which I think is great for Nashville. Yeah, absolutely. See, yeah, for me, it's like I was still in high school back then. So what did the real estate market look like after the flood? Well, it looked a lot like it did before the flood. <laughs> yeah. It was it was a pretty slow time here across the country. It was slow. We rebounded from that shortly after 2010. I think it, really the market started coming back uh, mid 2011 and then just kind of took off from there. But the immediate aftermath of the flood was uh, what do we do? But say I, I read some statistics. Statistics, hard word to say. Statistics. I know. Yeah. Statistics. That's the third or fourth time he's tried to say that word on this podcast. And he has failed every single time. Statistics. You're going to press the button. I'm not saying anything. Do it one more time. I see his hand going towards the button. (laughs) Statistics. Oh <laughs> one of these days you'll get it right okay <laughs> anyway so um i was just reading some stats about the, the flood because you know obviously i wasn't here and it says eleven thousand properties were damaged ten thousand people were displaced 2600 private properties damaged and 120 million public infrastructure was damaged that is yeah. that's 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 crazy well the numbers become you know unfathomable and the pictures are even crazier i was up in the montague area of madison yeah you don't understand it rained for i think it was four four or five days straight and i'm not talking oh it's raining i'm talking pouring from the sky water had nowhere else to go and it was finding its way in everywhere torrential downpour 24 hours four days straight or five days straight whatever it was and it was a weekend too they said it beat it said it doubled the previous record for rainfall in a 48 hour period Oh, for sure. And I was, you know, I was trying to say earlier, we went to a friend's house in the Montague neighborhood mm-hmm. of Madison, mm-hmm. and that was right on the river. Now, Montague is well above the bluffs. Yeah. So we went there. He had a couple of classic cars, a couple of classic motorcycles. We wanted to get him out of there. We pulled up. It was something out of the Twilight Zone. There was a Victorian house across the street, and they were canoeing out of the bedroom window on the second floor. What? Yes. Our house... Okay, it was a little higher than that. We could go on a deck and stick our hands in the water. Now the water had traditionally been, I don't know, fifty feet down, and there was everything that just is flowing so by. Crazy! It was the most insane, really the most insane time that I can remember. And now we're dealing with it again. So they said that the Cumberland floods at it's considered a flood at forty feet, and they said it got up to fifty-one point eight six. Yeah, and I was standing right next 11 to eleven feet over f- what is considered flood. Yeah. So and the the first level was was lower so we were on the deck and we were looking inside and it had hardwood floors and you could see the water coming up through the floorboards on the first oh, level that's like a that's like a horror movie yeah <laughs> it was awful it was crazy. it was it was really awful we learned a lot from it from a real estate perspective we just looked at each other and go what do we do so what did you guys do well i think a lot of what we're going to do now and that was coming together like we've talked about and tackling the problem and back then it was a matter of making sure that the properties especially the ones we had under contract uh, were re-inspected and we're already dealing with that right now every property that's been under contract has to be uh, they call it reappraisal but it's not really a reappraisal it's just the appraiser going back out and making sure that the home is as good as it was when they first inspected it so there's no future issues Mm -hmm. and that's more to protect the mortgage company than any But that has been probably the biggest hiccup that we've had in the past week. And our focus wasn't even on real estate the last week, really. Not at all. I mean, the existing contracts that we have, obviously, we're working with and making sure 
that they get taken care of. From a strictly real estate perspective, the focus has been on the people. I haven't even thought about a house. Let's say from Tuesday to Sunday, I did not even think about buying or selling at all. And it's it's a tough thing because it it's part it's every day yeah. for us. I mean, we're religious about checking the MLS and what houses come up and you know, is there a house available for one of our clients? And there's just been a general malaise the last week, I think just in the real estate industry in general, and even in our team meeting, we didn't even talk about it. Yeah, this week I'm trying to find the balance between helping and then buying and selling, but also it's just really hard to multitask when this stupid sickness is interrupting everything. <coughs> man tj <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no god bless tom hanks that's what you get for pressing the button <laughs> you say tom hanks he's a joke he's a saint <laughs> but in all serious what else can happen man i mean we're laughing about it because that's the only thing that we can do uh, my family, my friends, we're doing everything they tell us to do. Right. When is this going to end? It feels like an avalanche of just junk. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen where they cancel all the professional sports. That is unprecedented in my... <laughs> we oh, found, please, a, second, no, we found no. a second word. Um, Sta- stay, stay unprecedented statistics. Unprecedented... No. <laughs> <laughs> unprecedented statistics. Stay anyway, this fast. is unheard of. <laughs> unheard of in my lifetime. In 28 years I've been on this earth, it's like I've never seen professional teams, all professional teams, cancel everything. But the only good I've seen coming out of this is the low mortgage rates. Yes. Don't let a good crisis go to waste. I know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually booking a cruise as well. Oh, well, I'm not going on that cruise with you, so no thank you. Whatever, man. I'm going to take a cheap vacation and save money on my next house. <laughs> I think that's a good way to look at it. Mortgage rates are the lowest they've been since 2008. Yes, but they've been they've been finicky though. You mean when the the coronavirus thing was getting kind of amped up? Yeah, rates went down. Right. Okay. Well, why'd they go down? Right, because the stock market went down. Then that next day, stock market went way up or back to where it was, and then rates shot up a little bit. I mean, they're still historically low. Right. Now, after everything is canceled, I mean, they're canceling life. Right. right? Yeah. If you can if you can come out of your bunkers, ladies and gentlemen, mortgage rates are super low. I would I would even say stupid low. Yes. Yeah. So even talking to our friends here at Loan Depot, they are inundated. It's almost becoming like a get in line thing. Right. I mean, rates are so good. I think really general consumers need to practice patience, home buyers and people looking to refinance. Mm-hmm. So you'll ask, why do I need to be patient? Well, everybody wants to take advantage of the low interest rates. The interest rate this week is 3.36%. Last week... 3.29%. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's still historically low. But when I say be patient, everybody's applying. So if you're going to refi, refi, right? But that's going to take a little longer than usual. Mm-hmm. And if you're purchasing, we're just telling our clients, well, let's take an extra two weeks because it might take a little bit longer to get that loan closed. And if you have any money in the stock market, well, try not to look at it. But if you're looking for a good investment, and I'm not pandering here, it's real estate. Or cruise lines. Or cruise. <laughs> you could take your cruise lines. I'm going to stick with real estate. But 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 seriously, if you have money that you don't want to put into the market, the stock market that is, right. put it into real estate. Yeah. Get that low interest rate. It and can it, save you thousands of dollars. Well, thousands of dollars. But then also, if you get a if you get something that's a rental, let somebody else pay that note. The only thing that will stay the same, right, with everything changing and, and all these things going on in the world, a mortgage rate stays the same. Mm-hmm. You know, your mortgage rate is not going to get sick. That's the whole point of refinancing. That's it. 
Yeah. If I'm pulling money out of the market or I have cash and I go, what do I do with it? Mm -hmm. I'm putting it into real estate. I get that I'm partial and I know that you're partial. Right. But we're not partial for no reason. Our phones have been ringing from people saying, what do I do? Mm-hmm. And really, we could talk about interest rates and how low they are in real estate all day long. We don't want to talk about this on this podcast. We're going to talk about it on future ones. But for today, we just want you guys out there to be safe, be healthy, take care of your own, take care of your friends. And you're probably going to be cooped up in your house. Kids are off of school. Spring break is next week. I think take this as an opportunity to uh, enjoy the small things because that's really what's important. And you got to wash your hands. <laughs> Thanks for the Red Fox reference. (laughs) But listen, Nashville, we really appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back for another podcast soon. I'm going to go wash my hands. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. TJ Anderson Homes is a part of Benchmark Realty, office number 615-432-2919. You can find us online at tjandersonhomes.com.